0: No, that's not that I'm not This is FYI, it's your favorite show. It's time to get going, in case you didn't know. Today we're gonna talk about something cool. Hip hop from the old school. Hold on, everybody on board. I promise you, you won't get bored. Ready to fly? It's FYI, yeah, put your hands up. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got, you got it. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to a fresh, 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 fresh episode of FYI. I've been putting this topic off for a while. To put off is aplazar. But I've got to be honest. I friggin' love hip-hop. When I start to hear a beat, I can't help it. No lo puedo evitar. i got to boogie. I've got to get down. Y ya empezamos con un poco de vocabulario. To boogie or to get down es bailar. And in fact, you can hear them both in the same song. Are you guys a fan of Pulp Fiction? Well, if you'll remember, on the soundtrack, there's a song that goes, Jungle Boogie, Jungle Boogie, que es el baile de la jungla. And what does he say? Get down, get down, get down, get down. Hey, did you ever know he was talking about dancing? But today we're gonna talk about hip hop, the language of the streets, the song of the streets. And as we'll realize, hip hop has become synonymous with rap as just being a kind of music. But as we'll see, there's a whole culture behind it. There are many elements. And as many of us know, hip hop has become a multi-billion dollar industry as well. But we've got to go back to where it all started. We are going to trace it back to its roots to its birthplace in the Bronx, born in the Bronx, hip hop. This was in the 70s, the decade of the 70s. And I think what I'll do, as always, is I'll read you a basic definition, and then we can stop and take a look at different words that come up. But it is a genre, genero, of popular music. Y cuidado, no es popular, it's popular music, Developed in the U.S. by inner-city African Americans. And inner-city means in the heart of the city. And... Caribbean Americans, o sea, del Caribe también. As I just said, it was born in the Bronx, although as we can see, and we will see, hip hop has developed everywhere. There's a thriving hip hop community in Atlanta, even in other boroughs of New York City. Oh, here's a little trivia question for you. What are the five boroughs of New York City? I just gave you one, the Bronx, where hip hop was born. What about the most popular one manhattan queens they've got an amazing rap scene over in queens and don't forget about staten island that's where the wu-tang clan comes from and how could i forget brooklyn the birthplace of the notorious big biggie smalls who is one of my favorite hip-hop artists in fact patrons I have put together a list of some of the songs we're gonna talk about and some of the samples because we'll see that hip hop music relies on, se apoya in samples. And samples are just little pieces of a song. Let me give you an example. Here the drummer get wicked. Here the drummer get wicked. That's one that came from Public Enemy and has been used so much. But remember, these samples are not just lyrics or vocal samples. Sometimes it's just a beat, a rhythm, or a hook. And as always, you know, anytime you want to look at music, you got to look at the music that inspired the music. So we are going to go way back to the roots. But let's continue with our definition. It consists of a stylized, rhythmic music that commonly accompanies rapping. A rhythmic and rhyming speech that is chanted. And a chant es un cantico. It developed, se desarrolló, as a part of hip hop culture, a subculture defined by four key stylistic elements. Remember, I said before, hip hop is so much more than just music. Well, the first element, it sounds like something from a movie. The first element, MCing, rapping. That's right. And what does MC stand for? It stands for the master of ceremonies, the person who's holding the mic. And the word mic is an abbreviation for microphone. But you don't want to just rap a cappella. You need a DJ. You need somebody on the turntables. Somebody preferably who knows how to scratch. So an MC, a DJ, and then a you need a dancer, of course. So the third element is breakdancing. And some of the greatest breakdancing I have ever seen was in the subway in New York City. And I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my experience in the 90s, the early 90s, when hip-hop was in its heyday. It was all over the charts. And its heyday is su apoglio. And all over the charts, es que dominaba las listas. And I purposely left out, to leave out as omitid, the fourth element. What do you think the fourth element is? Did you say graffiti? That's right. And let me clear something up there's something called graffiti, which is art. And there's something that's vandalism. And you know the difference. You can see when somebody really created something and when somebody just wanted to deface public property. Now, let's say you can't find a good DJ. Well, don't worry. You can just grab a boombox. What is a boombox? Estos radios enormes. And I remember the rule when I was a kid was, the bigger your boombox the cooler you were. Oh yeah, you could turn it up all the way. Or as we say, crank it, darle caña. And I remember we used to turn the bass all the way up and turn the treble all the way down. It reminds me of that song. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no treble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no treble. So what do we do? What do we do if we can't find a DJ? Well, don't forget, you can make a beat with your lips, with your tongue, your hands. It's called beatboxing, and this is not an element, but more of a sub-element, one sub-element of the genre. And I have to be honest, I'm a mean beatboxer. Mean means que lo hago bastante bien. Well, I'll let you be the judge. Here we go. Hope you guys were rapping over that beat. <laughs> hey, I do what I can. You know what? I didn't use my hands. I usually use my hands because I've got the microphone over here. But next time I see you in person and you give me a beat, I'll freestyle. In fact, if you noticed in our intro, I wrote a little rap. And many of you know this but I rapped in a song. Yeah, well, more of a pit bull style rapping, but we're gonna talk about the different styles as well. We're gonna talk about the pioneers, but if you wanna hear me rapping or see it on YouTube, I think it's got over two million views. Just Google DJ Valdi Wanna Dance and get ready because, (laughs) well, I'm a little bit proud of it. You know, I, I don't consider myself a rapper, But the song went to number one on the Maxima FM charts, which is the dance music station. So I have to say, I was pretty proud of it. And of course, my friend DJ Valdi, the producer, the DJ, He was pretty proud of me as well. So uh, sometimes you got to try new things. You got to throw caution into the wind. Arriesgar. I love that expression. So hip hop started getting huge. But this was on the streets. And the reason why is, well, nobody was recording this music. I mean, this music was played at parties. Many times they were block parties, which block in this case is manzana. They were parties that took up the whole block with your whole neighborhood. So they were very local parties. Some of them were even in abandoned warehouses. Well, anywhere you could fit some people, get a DJ in there, get an MC, and get people dancing. That's the idea. So hip-hop came from people wanting to party. But then as we start to notice, just like any form of expression we start to see a message uh, telling us about that kind of lifestyle, telling us about the woes, the woes are another way of saying the troubles of people from the inner city. But again, they didn't have a voice yet, so to speak, at least not globally. Now hip hop is worldwide. I could go anywhere and just say Jay-Z or Kanye West or Eminem and somebody be like, oh yeah, even in China, guys, people know this. So this, is global now it's a global phenomenon so even though it started in the early to mid 70s it didn't begin to get any radio play until around 1979 and you would never hear any songs on you know on tv or anything before that god forbid you know everything before that was i hate to say it but it was uh, very cookie cutter corta y pega. So I guess it was the perfect time. The moment was ripe for a new genre, a new voice, a new form of expression. And then little by little, people started getting into it. You know, it didn't happen all of a sudden. It was little by little. There were a lot of different waves. For example, the first wave was old school hip hop. And this was kind of influenced by disco. The lyrics were very party oriented, you know. They had to do with partying and having fun, just like disco music. And if you think about it, it makes total sense. They were playing this at block parties. That gangster rap we know, that didn't come about until later. But the first, my favorite is obviously the first phase it was awesome remember i have a playlist and i keep adding songs to it as they come to mind i shared it on patreon and a quick reminder guys if you're not on patreon you should join our curious community because you get tons of additional content including a bonus episode every week and you can get PDFs with all the vocabulary and expressions. You can get weekly classes with me, monthly classes as well, and so much more. Join us at patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and then you can go even deeper into each topic into each episode and I want to send a shout out to all my patrons what a wonderful group of people that has gotten together to have some fun to learn and to explore together so a shout out to all of you especially my super duper students Javier, Roberto, David, José, Jose Maria, Mira, Alex, Patricio, and Edgar. And don't forget about my interstellar students, Isa, Paco, Diego, and Carmen. Remember, if you want to find out more and get a bonus episode every week and classes and vocabulary and so much more, and more importantly, you'll be a part of a curious community. And the first curious person in that community is your teacher, me, yours truly, un servidor. So I hope you'll join us. Take a gander. Échale un vistazo. It's patreon.com slash... Alberto Alonso, the 1980s, ushered in. This is a really good expression, to usher in. Uh, Hacer entrar. If you think about it, and us un acomodador. So this ushered in what was called the second wave of hip-hop, or as they called it, new school hip-hop. And this had more of an electro sound. Well, remember, techno music was very popular at the time, too. So you always have to look at what else is popular, because in the end, hip-hop was trying to speak to the masses. And how do you speak to the masses? By speaking their language. So hip-hop has mirrored other forms of music and mixed with it. You know, one of the classic examples of rock and hip-hop, just think of it. It's walk this way, talk this way, walk this way, which is Aerosmith and Run DMC. I mean, that was revolutionary it still is today i mean it's not only an amazing song a timeless song But it attracted hip-hop fans, Run DMC fans, and it attracted rock fans. And here they said, wait a second, we can appeal to the masses. And this led to what was called the Golden Age. This was between the mid-80s and the mid-90s. And this is when I was listening to hip-hop. This is when I was living in New York City. And I feel like... It was a great moment to be alive, and it was amazing. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, it was huge. They were putting out albums, the songs were selling like singles, the LPs were selling. I mean, it was starting to become a major force, as we say, a force to be reckoned with, un monstruo, una bestia. This is also where you saw a bit of a split, una división, between the West Coast style and the East Coast style. There's the famous battle, West Coast, Versus East Coast. That beef is a bronca. Oh, and in the bonus part, we're going to take a look at all the slang. SOS, es. now you'll be able to understand hip hop songs. Also, we're going to take a look at some of the pioneers, and I'm going to tell you about my experiences seeing some of the greats. But I'm sure you guys have heard about this this battle between West Coast. Versus East Coast. Or maybe you've heard it as Biggie versus Tupac. And both of them are unsolved murders. We'll also talk about that in the bonus part. The dark side. Hey, I always like to look at the dark side as well. Why not? And how would I define the difference between West Coast And East Coast rap, well, West Coast was that gangster rap. It was, you know, I'll shoot your face and blow your face. You get, you know, it was very violent. It was sexist, and you know, uh, okay. As a father, I I may have liked it back then, but I don't want anybody talking to my daughter that way. And East Coast rap was more just, you know, jazzy loops in the background. uh, Kind of like there was some hardcore elements. It was was more of a party style, so it was more of a throwback to the original hip-hop, old-school hip-hop, while the West, yes, they made a new sound with this gangster rap. But again, most people were like, okay, we like it. You can dance to it. But a lot of people didn't identify with it. Well, because most people I know aren't gangbangers, thankfully. And at this point, hip hop started to diversify. You started getting a lot of groups from the South. Of course, you got OutKast. They are excellent. They're from Atlanta. And Atlanta has a wonderful rap scene. Again, I'm going to share all of these songs and artists in a playlist so you guys are able to, well, place the names with the songs. And I guarantee you'll probably recognize some of the songs or some of the samples we're going to look at. And as far as I'm concerned, and again, this is just my humble opinion, I feel like at the turn of the century, I should say the turn of the millennium, in 1999, things got a little bit out of control It was all about the bling era. And what is the bling era? Well, think about shiny jewelry, diamonds, bling, bling. It was all about showing off. Look at my cars. Look at my money. Look at all my girlfriends. And in the end, it kind of went against what rap was about. Rap was... You know, people from the inner city. It wasn't people who had a lot of money. It was, so it changed the whole face of rap and it worked. It continued to be successful. But again, I said, in my opinion, this is where they went too far. I want to hear a good rap song, but I'm not interested in how cool you are. And then you saw rap fuse with everything. Now we've got new metal, which is corn. Groups like Corn, who actually have like a beatbox and and rap samples in their music. So now we've seen a fusion of all different kinds, which I like that because I think we get some really interesting genres from that, like acid jazz, trip hop, and so on and so forth. And the state of affairs today, again, this is just my opinion. Now we've got something that is called trap. I don't know why they added a T to it. But right now, I feel like there's a lot of crying going on in rap. I feel like rap has turned into, I just wanna walk around. I don't even wanna make an effort to rap. I'll put on some auto-tune. So I feel like, and again, maybe this is just me being an old man, but I feel like some of the artistry is being lost. Like, cause I don't wanna hear a grown man cry for six minutes in a song. I don't care how good the beat is. But there is no doubt, no doubt in my mind or in anyone's mind that hip-hop is here to stay. In the year 2017, it surpassed rock as the number one genre. That's right, the most popular genre in the United States. And I'll tell you something, in the bonus part, we're going to take a look at the essentials, the pioneers, the songs, the samples you need to know, also the vocabulary, so you can understand all of these hip-hop songs that are ever so popular. I'm going to tell you a little bit about DJ Cool Herc, Africa Bambaata, and Grandmaster Flash. Those three guys, those three innovators, are called the Holy Trinity of hip hop. And you know what? I know some people right now are thinking, oh man, I don't like hip hop. I don't like. I don't identify with this this kind of music." And I know there are naysayers. There are also rhyme slayers and players. Sorry, I had to rap. A naysayer. Alguien, ah, a no, I, no, no, no. A naysayer. A rhyme slayer. Well, to slay is matar, pero en inglés es petarlo, arrasar. So alguien que rima muy bien. And a player es un golfo. <laughs> See? So the naysayers, rhyme slayers, and players. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, rap, this is crap. And I get it, especially the modern stuff. But let's compare it to pop music. In a typical pop music song, how many lyrics are there? Or how many, how many words are there in the song? If you had to count them. Let's say there are 75, 100. Okay, now let's look at an Eminem song or a Biggie Small song. There are probably 10 times or five times more words and they rhyme at the end. Some would call that poetry. But if you think about it, it's not just poetry. It's poetry that you have to sing. So is it really some kind of horrible music that requires no talent? I don't think so. So hey, I got nothing left to say. I hope you'll join us in the bonus part today of FYI.